Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hopefully. Welcome to Average on the Couch. Sorry for talking over the intro. No, it was Rex was yelling over the intro. That's the... (laughs) Once he's now he's made his debut, you see, you can't keep him off. He's banging on the door. (laughs) When's my bitch? What's my cue? What's my cue? No one's having me today. You can't read, so you're not doing the script. That's my bitch. Let me be the be the favourite one. one. Read, yeah. Sorry, so sorry about that. (laughs) Yay! Welcome to Average on the Couch. Coming straight at you from the New Forest. An in-depth look at the archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and Mr Newbie. Coming at you from Essex and Holland? Yes. Is that, is that, is that, um, is that am I allowed to say that? Well, you have now. So I don't have to, what sorry. <laughs> well, you're going to get fans turning up on your doorstep, Lucy. Yes. Looking for you in Essex. Yeah. I'd be more amused if they turned up in Holland looking for him, to be honest. Yes, well, anyway. That's more likely anyway, isn't it? What a, yes. I, He's got way more fans than who we Who am I kidding? Way no one's bothered more. about no, where we live. No. no. <laughs> Miss, Mr. Newbie? Ho- Holland? Um, Strasser? Um, Mr. Newbie? Uh, sometimes fe- Febreze? Okay. Uh, before we st- make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week with Ruth talking shit to Beth. <laughs> Honestly, in Brookfield Yard, we had a scene with Ruth, Beth, Ben and Bess. They didn't think that through when they named everyone, did they? Vince asks Dave, asked David for ideas about Elizabeth's birthday present. David, Mr. Creative, he suggested jewellery, then panicked when Vince asked what sort. A big jewellery or small jewellery. In return for this positive ideas factory, Vince offered to lend David and Ruth £40,000 for solar panels on their roof. And they said, no, thank you. That sounds like a sensible and well thought out idea. So we will not be taking advantage of your kind offer and would rather waz our own money up the wall on paying some slaves to patch up a ratty old barn we could refuse to have weddings in. Ardil is getting his pointy-shoed feet under the get- table at Lower Loxley and driving everyone mad except Tracy, who is fondly imagining Ardil is going to ask her to be his executive assistant so she can say things like, Mr. Shah has a two o'clock but could give you 15 minutes at three if you'd like to ideate some options. He keeps asking Ian questions about the food and where it came from, which Freddie took to be prurient interest, but I think is more like wondering where it came from in order to avoid it in the future, and also making Tracy plug things in for him which she is so good at she has asked him to endorse her for it on LinkedIn. Tracy thought she might leave to get more money somewhere else but Jazza told her not to. I think he's probably right. Not because she likes gay grables but they're the only establishment that would have her. Who in the world would hire a receptionist who spends her working day organising cricket training rotors, doing sexual role play with a milkman in any of the unoccupied rooms, earnestly advising all the guests not to eat at the hotel, doesn't know what an orangery is and advises the kitchen porter to throw rose petals all over the bed of a surprised venture capitalist. And we then entered Bizarro World with Beth, Ben, Jill and Ned at a racetrack. 
Ben was terrified and his paddles became flappy. <laughs> Leonard, on the other hand, completely overexcited that Jill had allowed him to come out with her and hadn't <laughs> made one of her usual excuses about it being her day to go over the silage clamp with Brasso, was practically manic, rabbiting on about <laughs> sterling moss and wooden frames, and this went on for 14 minutes. What were they thinking? I mean, if it was an all an excuse to get Ben and Beth and Bess and whoever else to say they all loved each other, could they not have just gone up Lakey Hill and done it? Why this break with tradition? You know where you are with Lakey Hill and it's much more peaceful there rather than yelling at each other over the noise of a group of estate agents from Wolverhampton on a team building exercise, trying to ram each other off the track. I thought for one moment it was going to be Jill's final moment on the show and she was going to have a sort of top gear end of life upside down in a Porsche 911 being hosed down by firemen. Josh and Freddie spent an afternoon in the local park waiting for the Easter bunny. Freddie was delighted with himself for answering the cunning and deeply cryptic clue, but that wore off when he realised that 17 four-year-olds had got there before him. And in other news, everyone at Brookers is so busy no one has noticed that Josh has completely lost his mind and is now knitting hats for his chickens. Rory is being run up, rung up repeatedly by the head of the escort agency he works for, I initially decided. I mean, he would be a great return on investment because by using Rory, she'd have one escort covering two markets. Then I thought he had an old lady and was working as her gigolo. She takes him to Harvey Nicks and buys him Tom Ford vanilla aftershave and gets him facials and calls him Boopsy. All he has to do in return is walk around with his top off and rub in her Ralgeks. Either way, it beats working in Morrison's. And knew it, knew it, Ralsbury chew it. That turned out to be right. By the way, scriptwriters, I'm not entirely sure a 20-year-old bloke would refer to another one as his bestie. I think that's eight-year-old girls you're getting confused with, but anyway. And finally, mince. Why that man wastes his breath and his money on the ungrateful, uptight buggers at Brooker's, I do not know. He tries to show them generosity. They respond by seizing up with horror. He tries to explain why he was being generous, and they are aghast and sniggering at his expressing some sort of emotion. Eventually, and reluctantly, they agree to relieve him of £40,000. How kind they are. Isn't he lucky? Vince, run. Run while you still can. Stop wasting your riches on the desert air of Brookfield, where all genuine emotion is greeted with a sneer. Give the 40 grand to Tracy. Jazza will cry, she'll snog you, and you can have a nice chippy tea and all watch the football together. Much better than Brookfield. The end. <laughs> oh, well done. Sorry, you, you slightly lost your audience halfway through because uh, Rufus came in asking where Yaya was. Oh. Rex's cuddly toy. Oh, it's, it's not in the garden God. again, is it? I mean, God knows. Oh, God. We've been at the beach today. Oh, no. We're in my dad's house. You've only I just found knows. it. I only just found it, only to lose it again. Anyway, sorry oh. about that. No matter, it's not, it's not my problem because I'm doing a podcast. So, um... <laughs> but now it's fine because now I'm worried about where Rex's yaya is. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be somewhere. It's probably just the dogs taking it and buried oh. it. And, you know. <laughs> so it'll be found oh, at midnight. Be nice. <laughs> All covered in spit and soil. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry about that. That's why. That's why for for like a, for about three minutes I wasn't going. <laughs> But those <laughs> are genuine, you yes. know that. You know, like I wouldn't laugh if I just because no. so, sometimes I'm tickled, but it's not a lol. So you know, but you can't see me if I'm just like. <laughs> but I just want the audience, the viewers, to understand that I'm always laughing on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should, should I stop digging? <laughs> yeah, stop <laughs> digging like the dog with Rex's yah yah. Just stop it. Um. Sorry, Lucy. Yes. Yeah, yes. that did that did happen. Uh, yes. <laughs> All of those things did happen. And mo I'd say about seventy-five percent of that I heard. Okay. But but I had to be quite um I couldn't listen to all of it this week just due to time. Mm. So I dipped in and out and I luckily I think I missed the, the really boring you, bits. You like missed the, the flipping car racing. Car racing. <laughs> well basically I started the episode and I was like, Oh, they've gone car racing and then I flipped right to the end. I was like, They're still at the track. Oh my god. And I went into the middle, I was like they're at the track so I just thought then I read the synopsis and I was like oh okay they just spent the whole day at the track I don't need to listen and in the synopsis it tells you almost word for word what's going on with like basically yeah. Josh was scared uh, Jill stroked him and then he told Beth he loved her yeah that was yeah. it that was it yeah. well, what then. why what but seriously why do, why did we have to go to a racetrack to do I that I don't know because well, uh, it's not like it's a lovely sort of like 
you know, like it's, it's not like the, the seaside. Yeah. Or we you know when Lillian and Justin went on a trip, and it was quite. I, I know you didn't enjoy it, but I quite liked that trip out. Mm. But it's an odd choice, isn't it? I, you know, when they kept talking about going, mm. I thought, oh well, if, obviously we wouldn't hear them. You just sort of assume that'll. Like it's quite a specific thing. And what was the sort of? Was it all in aid of them telling each other they love them? Or was it just a jaunt? Or did, was it was it recorded at a real racetrack? Do you think? No. Oh, because that might have been a thing. If it was, you know, the, if the if the sound guys would be yeah. like, we, can we just have a, a date? You know, we we've got like a please really can we go out new, new woofer that we want to try out with loud noises. We've been in this dark room now for years. We want the loud. Yeah, we want the loudest car in the world to test our yes. our speakers. Yes. Oh, mate, no. I, it could have been that. No? No. I mean, I went okay. through a variety of options that I thought. Mm. I thought... Did you think there was going to be a crash? Mm. For political yeah. purposes, I yeah. thought, okay, so we know who isn't the Easter Bunny. Because while they were all there, oh, they so were d- at the Easter Bunny. So, so maybe that was it. Was it? So assuming we... it's not Jill, <laughs> Ben, Finn, L- Leonard was Leonard. the only one that we thought might actually be it. Yeah. I think oh, it was I the same to, day actually, or near enough think, the same day. Do you think, because I've seen that some people have get, said they've guessed who the Easter Bunny is. It's so do you think, Kenton, I think. Do you think? Mm. And by elimination, do you think you could have done that? Well, no, because it could be Kathy or Joy <laughs> or could be anyone that we never hear Joy anymore. would never, would be able to not, wouldn't be able to not speak. <laughs> oh, oh. And she'd, <laughs> she'd have to do it vocally, wouldn't she? Oh, oh. Can you imagine if it is her and they say... What made you come up with the idea for the hooter, Joy? And she goes, what hooter? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you should be writing it. <laughs> um, so oh, I yeah. thought, is it an Easter Bunny uh, distraction story? And then I thought, oh God, is Jill leaving and does she get, oh, you know, driven God. off the track by Leonard? Surely not. And then it's Rory's fault because yeah. he bought it. Yeah. Uh, driven if... off the track by Leonard. That would be terrible. <laughs> After like fifty years of service, for the Archers, that would be such a. Well, it's better than burning to, to death in a barn or chucking yourself <laughs> off the top of Lower Loxley. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's more or, heroic. What were my other thoughts? Um, that there was well, going to be a, a crash. Well, that could, that was a, <laughs> that was literally all it could be, wasn't it? Well, re- yes, yeah. Um, they did manage to squeeze another. I heard another character called Colin at the beginning. Yeah, well, he sounded he a bit like the, Vince. He did. He was the driver rounder. Did he? Did he cut? Did he? Was he? Um, did he say anything else apart from this way? Uh. Did, he, did he say anything else? <laughs> Hang on, sorry, I've got a tickling oh. throat. Oh, Hold I'm on, sorry. Oh dear. Listening to, just listening to the sound effects. Ooh, yes. Oh, is that a bit of your COVID back? No. Oh, just tiggly throat. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, he did. He just said, oh, are you sure? He said to Leonard, are you sure you've never driven before because you're oh. really good? And, oh. Uh, oh, right. Uh, so was Leonard really good? Apparently. Oh, I wasn't really. I was slightly no. incredulous that we were there for 14 minutes, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. However, yeah. it could have been worse. We could have been with Chris and Martha. So. Oh, well, they weren't. No, nope, not all this week. No, no, no. Oh, so it was to give us a break, wasn't yeah. it? Basically, yeah. To have a bit, have a bit of time off. Yes. So things can develop quietly. Well, that's good. Yes. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, so basically, it was a sort of Casey week, wasn't it? Then. Yeah. What with 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 Beth and Josh? Do you think it was all sort of like paralleled up then? So Beth and Josh. Ben. Ben. Oh God, but Bosch were sort of like you know falling properly had fallen in love no and beth then, and ben had beth oh for god's sake i can't keep up it's just there's so many boffs biffs <laughs> cherubs and josh bosh i can't I, I find those brothers so confusing even when they're talking i'm never quite sure which one's which but they sound completely different it's the way they talk is similar yeah maybe that's it i they have different voices but i can't identify it's like I'm colourblind with them. I'm just not mm. sure. They look completely different, but I don't know which one is which. Right. <laughs> when they're talking. Yes. And if they're not with the other. Basically, yeah. the more horrible one is um, Josh. Yeah. And the nicer one who is going out with Beth is Ben. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so confusing. I don't, don't know why it is. 
I, maybe it's I'm, I suppose I'm a bit the same with Toby and Rex though mm. when, yeah. when they're not with each other I, I struggle to remember yeah. even though I recognise their voices yeah. and they're different voices it's I don't know what it is I cannot understand the way they say things yeah. is the same I really I really like Beth Casey yeah, I do. I think she's she's, she's underwritten, but she's but she's genuine and she's But maybe nice. that's why we like her as well because mm. she's quite understated anyway, isn't yeah. she? And, and and I like Ben. I think he's yeah, the best of, the, of best of brookers. Yeah, yeah. But I think the way that everyone treats Vince is just awful. I... Yes, all right. He wears tasseled loafers or whatever it is, but honestly, I don't know, Lucy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna disagree with you. So snobby and no, so. I He's think... clearly nouveau. That's what they're. That's no, what they're. No, I. I think that's. I think that's what Elizabeth thought. She was like, well, they're they're being. They're not taking on this contract of yours because they're being snobby. But I think it's because they were genuine. I would be the same if someone comes and goes. Oh, I really like you. I'm going to give you forty grand. You go. Um, hang on. A, mm. Even <laughs> if it's like your best friend. Yeah. You'd go, this just doesn't seem right. It's such a lot of money. There must be a catch. Or mm. I'm going to owe you. Like, if you take on that much money from someone, you're constantly going to be in their debt, mm. even though it's not financial debt. And, I, and also, and I was thinking, like, why should Ruth and David, because although Josh has done the figures, why would you, like, look at one spreadsheet and go, okay, yeah, girl, let's yeah. do it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is really... De- Especially so, when would... it's Josh that's done the figures, who's only just emerged exactly. from a short exactly. spell in a police station for fiddling. And, and also, is the solar panel... so? Is it going to be, because you said solar panels on the roof, but I assume this would be a solar panel farm, wouldn't it? No, he's decided, he said no, because initially the first idea was to have a solar panel field, you know, one uh, of those horrible yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, which you, are really ugly. They yeah. are really ugly. I mean, they, it's great what they're doing, but they are really yeah, ugly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd and, rather have a windmill, wouldn't you? Yeah, but he yeah. said... Uh, or a wave machine. He said... <laughs> or a <laughs> mill. <laughs> <laughs> a waterfall would be lovely. It looks super, wouldn't it? That must cost more than forty grand. <laughs> but he said, "No, no, no. I want to cover. I want to put it on the roof." Oh, Instead. okay. Oh, anyone can do that. You can even do that with Hammersmith Council now. Yeah, you can apply to have some on your roof. Yeah, and I, I, I assume you don't have to pay for them. Uh, don't they just? Yeah, I, I don't you, know. I don't know how. It if works. you're doing it through the council, I think they. Well, I mean, I just sort of read the letter, but obviously I didn't do anything about it because the letter got lost yeah. immediately. read the letter, lost the letter. <laughs> I read the that letter, was I was like, we've got to do, we're definitely signing up for this. And then the next day, of course, the letter had gone. I'll make a list of things I've got to do on this handy piece of paper here before I put it in the recycling. It was, it Where did that letter go? It about? Oh, never mind. <laughs> it was one of those. Anyway, but um, yes, yeah, so I suppose if it's on the roof, it's sort of a no-brainer. Yes. But I, d- I don't, I think Elizabeth was being childish by going, yeah. oh, I'm like, oh, they just hate you because you're like, They oh. hate you because you're common. I mean, I don't think you're common, <laughs> yes, but they exactly. might think exactly. you're common. Exactly. I, I didn't mind him. the, I understood the bit about the money. I understood yeah. that. But, but they, they could have at least said, that's But it so was the way, when he you. said, you've done such a lot for my family yeah. and uh, you're, you're part of the... The, the the Ambridge landscape and I'd like to do yeah. something you know and they were like oh my god yeah that's so effusive that's so ugh, what's wrong with you I I actually disagree again Lucy because I when they, when Vin, when Vince yeah when, okay. it's good it's good Lucy that's what's point that's the point of this podcast it should be more like this shouldn't it no. <laughs> You know, usually I disagree with everything. If you so. want a disagreement, Harriet Carmichael, I would disagree with you about absolutely bloody everything. Usually I'm just too tired yeah. to disagree. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Vince but is probably gay. It's yeah, a Friday yeah, yeah. night. I've had, I've had a glass of wine. It's a Thursday night and you've had <laughs> oh, several God. glasses of wine, clearly. I only had one. <laughs> um, but again, I hadn't eaten. But um, so I've lost my train of thought again. Hang on. It's coming back. It is coming back into the station. Here it comes. Um, okay, okay, here we go. I've got what I was going to say. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, that I disagree with you. What did I disagree about? Because I said that Vince was too effusive. They felt he was effusive. Oh, yeah. So, um, do, you know, when... De- but, but when... De- sorry, when... De- oh, I was apologising to my microphone because I lo- knocked it. When um, David said... When David was like, oh, that thing he said about Lizzie was mm. gross, I, I chuckled because I thought... I'm 
because when Vince was being sort of sentimental, I could literally see Ruth and David cringing and going, oh my God, I don't, this is like too too much for us to handle. So I thought it was yeah, truthfully but why played. Is it? Because they're such uptight. They are so, that's why Wizard. I don't like them. But no, I know, but at mm. least it was true to character. Yes, like, I suppose. You know, which yeah. actually is much more credible yeah. than if they'd been like, do you know what, Vince? Actually, you really melted my heart. And <laughs> actually, like, re- I, I want to give you a big hug. Uh, that would have been much worse. Yes, okay. Yes, all right. And I did think, I mean, I have I know we've seen Vince be sort of sent, he's, he's that, that typical, comes across as a sort of, you know, hard man, doesn't he? But he's got that sent- softy side to yeah. him. And we've seen that before. But I did think, I, I don't know, I... Yeah, I, 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 I still not sure if I think this will come with a big catch because you can't do a storyline like this mm. and it go really smoothly. I think he's he's making himself very vulnerable, which which worries me because I don't trust them. Oh, you don't trust them? No. But why would this this storyline be up and running if it wasn't going to lead to some big fallout? Mm. It'll be something to do with Lizzie's birthday. Yes, it will. It will. And then he'll be like, David, you told me to buy her knickers. And then <laughs> I want my money back. And then David will have spent it on something other than solar panels. And yeah. it will get. It's a bit like, you know, but the war, it'll just, you know, like the, the money fallout between Kenton and David. Yeah. Which just eventually disappeared, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, because Kenton got never. <laughs> Everyone got bored. Even then, they got bored of it. <laughs> yeah, so David Even Jill was going, oh, for the love of God, be quiet. Tell you what, just ask Peggy to give yeah. it you. Yeah, yeah. There's they always money kicking around Ambridge when you really need some. Oh, it's if you've already got some, if you yeah. haven't got any, like the Grundies or the Horribins, there's never any. <laughs> exactly. Mm. It's, but that is a reflection of society. Yes. Unevenly distributed. Yes. Or rather, no, because I'm supposed to be disagreeing with you about everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go on then. Uh, no, I don't want to okay. because otherwise I'll sound like the Tory party manifesto. Um, oh my God. This... No one could sound like that at the moment because it's absurd. <laughs> I can't believe it's come today. Anyway, moving oh, on. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, first email from Jane Stevenson who says... Oh, good. Good save there, Lucy. I was still doing the bloody decorating when I heard you read out my email. <laughs> Jane, how big is your house? Is it like Blenheim Palace? <laughs> I'm now on my third drawing room and I'm exhausted. Um, <laughs> it was really lovely and I'm glad you feel the same about Alice. Re, Pat and the secret Easter egg eating. No wonder Helen ended up with an eating disorder. <gasps> to be clear, I'm not saying eating disorders are to be blamed on parents and I have lots of sympathy with real life situations, but Pat is so controlling yes. and clearly her control issues play out with food. Oh my God, that's so interesting. Anyhow, have a lovely Easter and thanks for the Archer Just podcast. Thank you very much, Jane. I think you are very right. Yes. And it's funny how Jane, that, you know, that, that is, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Mm. But you sort of think, I, I bet the scriptwriters didn't, haven't thought about that, have they? You know, because <laughs> Helen's eating disorder hasn't been mentioned. No, for, not for ages, no. I but mean, they she, are always, they are always talking about food at Bridge Farm and they are always talking about... And Pat is very controlling. And it's people that... T- that uh, people that talk about um, food as a moral judgment, good food and bad food. Yeah, that's what you have to watch out well, for. It, that's kind of a, a bit of an indicator. The thing is, as well, it's such a cliche, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But you're not you're not going to you. But people like Pat probably would speak like that, mm. wouldn't they? She's not going to. But then, but then, having had a daughter with an mm. eating disorder, yeah, you think that you would just be? It's yeah a bit more careful but then probably that hasn't been yeah well it hasn't been mentioned lately has it so no well jane should get into those script meetings and it's asap not, it's not like um uh you know those boys aren't gonna have a whole tranche of psychological issues to deal <laughs> with when they're <laughs> oh my god yes exactly Oy, that's, no, they're just uh, gonna be fine they're yeah, gonna grow. Yeah, yeah honestly they're in a really stable yeah. uh, household now just with an irrational fear of custard uh, it's the fine, fact yeah. that their dad uh the, his henry's dad is uh round mm. and about somewhere probably in an easter bunny outfit uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't bother us now we're happy can and you the, imagine if they pull their head off on Easter Sunday? This voice goes, hello, Helen. <laughs> that's what we're all hoping, isn't it? 
He'd never that do anything as undignified as hooter hooter. That would make our Easter weekend. It really it? would. I wonder I what they're going to do on Sunday. Like mm. Do you think they're going to have a churchy episode? Do you think it'll be an yeah. Alan episode? God, is it? Well, <laughs> God, it is. Well, yes, I mean, God, it, yes, it is God. It's Easter. But, um, <laughs> haven't we had enough of him? Losing well, that's his the rag. thing. That's why I wonder if maybe they won't mm. do one. Maybe it'll be Kirsty waking up to early bird song, one of those. But it'll be sort of spiritual, won't it, probably? S- they'll, they'll, sadly they'll... dragging on her Easter bunny head <laughs> and going honking dismally around the oh, village. Oh, do you think it could be Kirsty? Well, I she's thought got nothing it, else to do, has she? I thought it would be Linda or Robert. But, the, but then it couldn't really be Linda because the, the bunny is presumably quite fit and able mm. and running around the village mm. but then or then could it be Jim because I was thinking the clues are quite clever aren't they and um well they're not quite, quite clever hard. otherwise Freddie would never have got them would he yeah but when he got it I was like oh yes I didn't said <laughs> oh very good <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and then when he was like, Vance, I was like, oh, my God. I want more of these clues. I think the arches... I was just thinking, where the hell is the bandstand? How long have we had a bloody bandstand? No, it's in... Um, where was it? He said, It's not in Ambridge, is it? No, it's in Borchester. Yeah, Borchester. But yeah. it's never been mentioned before. Yeah, but it Borchester was a good clue, Lucy. It was, but yes. what the archers should have done... Should they not? Is been uh, tweeted the clues mm, for the week. Yes. I think that would have been quite fun because yes. people love a clue. Yes, but then everyone would have gone mad and said, "We never knew there was a effing bandstand." <laughs> oh yes, because we don't know the. It's like in an Agatha Christie when all of a sudden the person that murders them is revealed to have been the second oh, cousin of somebody, yeah. and you it's think, not fair. "Well, then that's not fair." No, yeah. no, no. Yes. And it should never. Well, Agatha Christie doesn't often do that, though. To be fair, well, she's done it more often for, than she need for my liking. <laughs> you see, we disagree again, Lucy. Hooray! Disagree Are you going to watch you. the um, the Hugh Laurie? Uh, why didn't they tell Evans over the Easter holidays? What is there something brilliant to watch? Yeah. I, I haven't got my Easter Radio Times. It's, I don't know what's on the telly. It's, have you not gone through it with your highlighter? <laughs> I haven't bought oh, one for dad. five years. <laughs> He'll have done it. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. I it's need called, it. It's Why Didn't They Ask Evans? And Hugh Laurie is in it and directed it. And wrote oh. it, I think. Is, this an, is it an Agatha Christie? Yes. One? Is it a, but not a Poirot or a Miss Marple? No. Just one of the sort of standalone things? Yes. This is unbelievable knowledge. If I hadn't spoken to you tonight, I might have missed it forever. Well, hardly. It's on catch-up. But anyway. Whatever. I know, but I only watch Netflix and oh, okay. Prime. I don't right. don't really watch those old channels. I don't now, know when. The, I don't <laughs> know when the hell I'm it's on. Young. I'm saying this glibly without actually well, it, checking. Well, it'll be on Bank Holiday Monday. Yes. It'll be on Easter Sunday. Or, oh my God, this is so exciting! Because I didn't like the ones that they did. You know those Christmas Agatha Christies, which I thought were too scary. When they did, um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what, what's? Harry, I want to you call think it... the Octonauts is too scary? <laughs> Um, talking of the Octonauts, Lucy, if uh, anyone's got any kids that need some uh, essential viewing on Netflix, uh, there's a new series called Creature Cases from the makers of the Octonauts. Uh, does it feature, feature Harriet Carmichael <laughs> by any chance? It absolutely does, yeah. In several it. roles. So, uh, yeah, if your kids are 7 to 12, uh, probably actually 5 to 7, get them to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> Uncritically, um, uncritic. What you do uncritically? It's yeah. very good. It's very good. I made my children watch the first episode, and they yeah they they went it's it's alright. <laughs> no, they 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 liked it. They liked it. Creature, what's it called? Creature cases. Oh. Anyway, enough about me, Lucy. It's not, it's not all about me. It's about the archers. Oh, oh dear, somebody having a row. Oh, I think somebody's being told to go to bed. But they're with the cousins, so there's a lot of, you know. Oh. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Um, <clears throat> talk amongst yourselves. Oh, um, uh, What else happened in the Archers? Oh, Nothing. yeah, no, no. No, do you know, you know that Agatha Christie one? I can't remember its real name, but I want to call it Last Man Standing. When they go to the island and... Oh, yes, There's like yes. ten of them, ten yes. little soldiers or something. Yes. They did that one a few Christmases ago, but they made it really scary. Mm. That's quite a creepy one anyway. I think Sarah Phelps often does them and she sort of ramps up the scary factor. Yeah, so mm. I don't, I know, it makes them more thrilling, but. but no, I, Hugh Laurie's will be nice exactly, and funny well, that, and silly. That's won't what, it? Exactly, yes. that, that'll be really great. Yes. I'm looking It'll just to be that people then. leaping in and out of, of, um, of, of, of open top <laughs> cars and. Ooh, um, I can't wait for that. Wearing Lucy. braces. Be great! Yay, Brilliant. Yay! Yay! 
Good. Um, oh, emails. Yeah, Liz Danziger now. Hello, you three. A, Freddie. He has not been known for relationships over the years, but we do remember when he and Johnny went to the Isle of Wight Festival and with Johnny's encouragement, Freddie lost his hetero cherry in a tent. Do you remember? Because uh, yes, we were saying, has it, we, did, we weren't sure whether Freddie was bi yes. or not, but yes, so I think. Yeah, I vaguely remember yeah. that. And B, Amy, didn't she say, I have no objection to one night stands in principle immediately after chuck me me bra and tights this implies that she has been no stranger to uncommitted horizontal recreation and has no moral objection to the good old ons <laughs> supplemental ben said that leonard would know who came third of the 1967 british grand prix fyi it was chris armand uh big hugs beth and olivia oh thank you very did, much did they why did the archers not give you the answer to that no one. they just said it was oh. ben was just talking about leonard's encyclopedic encyclopedic knowledge of the grand prix and oh. said he's the sort of bloke who if you asked him who came third of the 1967 oh. british grand prix he could tell you and he didn't so <laughs> beth and olivia did for you for you yes for those of you that i'm have been... so glad i didn't listen I to that episode <laughs> oh honestly what a funny episode i've never i just I couldn't believe it. I just kept thinking, they've only got three minutes to go. Surely we're going to go somewhere else. No, we're not. Okay. It's odd. It's like they were sponsored by, by McLaren mm. for the day, but they weren't. Well, they mentioned they... a Lambo, but they called it a Lambo rather than a Lamborghini, presumably because if they'd said Lamborghini, that would have been a trade name. No, because Jim's always wanging on about his Morris or Rostin or whatever it is. Yeah, he? yeah. you must be able to say the name of a car and it mm. not be advertising. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's just the youth say Lambo. Jeremy Clarkson says Lambo. Oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> um, anyway. Naomi um, has. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we mustn't forget to talk about the revelation well not the revelation but rory at the end yeah. anyway yeah uh one i have wanted to email you for ages but never had anything both up to date and funny enough it is very hard to email in that little window between thursday and saturday is that <laughs> when you record no because we record on thursday yeah so you need to re- you need to yes it's uh, difficult isn't it yes it is difficult yes don't uh, don't collect all your ideas up. As soon as you have one thought, email us. Yeah, because you could send us four emails in a week. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that is tricky, isn't it? Because mm. maybe you should... Yeah. On a Thursday would be the best date. Thursday morning would be the best day to email, wouldn't it, Lucy? Yes. Yes. And you're also... Doing, you're the one that has to read them. And I'm also, playing, you are so, so, so funny and witty and brilliant that I spend all my time listening to giggling away listening giggling away including one time that i continued listening after leaving my car without headphones as i snickered all the way through dollarama i'm in toronto more of that later you are both brilliant two hearing peggy's sighs and moans was a bit much and i feel i have been forever changed peggy's sighs and moans what's she talking about what episode was that we didn't get that one in the uk no it was too explicit what was that oh she's mean jill Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On, in the car, maybe? Did, was she having it off with Leonard? No. Oh my God, I'm going to have to listen to this episode. Okay, Naomi, like... you're going to have to, young, <laughs> Naomi, listen to me, young lady. You're going to have to email in and tell us what the hell you're talking about. Because if we've missed Peggy having it off, then <laughs> and with we're who? very, very cross about that. With who? More to Rex. the point. Toby. 
<laughs> Three. Does Febreze know where the rest of the cast of Aloha Low are? His years of deep hiding in a witness protection program are over now. <laughs> Four. Will the Ameriams let me join and change the name? Oh. They're not called Ameriams. They're called Amside. And I actually remind me of that because I need to say something about that to the end. Okay. I am actually English and of the Rob attempted murder pedigree. I've been out of the UK for 16 years and never listened when I was there. But can I get enough now? And your podcast gets me through the weekend. Oh, that's great that you didn't listen when you were here. Yeah. But it's like a slice of home, yeah. maybe, when you're yeah. in Dollarama. Uh, I've been to Dollarama, by the way. What is Dollarama? Isn't it like the pound shop? Oh, well, or maybe been I, there. Why are you asking Do you know me? what? I didn't go. I was in hospital, actually. Oh, God. My whole time in Toronto. Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. But I, the kids went. My kind uh, friends took the kids. And they all came back with, like, sparkly hairbands. Yes, and, loads of tort. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, apparently it was amazing. <laughs> Now, she says, six, now I need to go and stop stalling because Passover won't make itself. This is very true. Seven, Ruri is definitely an escort. Bang on, Naomi. The friend of Oliver is a con artist. Really? Do you think? And please, please make sure Natasha does not call one of her twins Wren. Thank you for being just marvellous, Naomi. Oh, she wouldn't. She's not that insensitive. No. 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 I've got a friend with a Wren, though, and actually it is a very pretty name. It is a pretty name. Mm. But no, she couldn't. No, no, no. no. Poor Kirsty. No. So, Naomi, you need to email us and tell us about Peggy having sex because we don't. We didn't hear we it. We weren't there for that, and you've made it up. Quite frankly, it was censored. It was someone Sorry. else. And yes, now the Ameriams. Yeah. Are called Amside actually. Yeah. Um, the nice man who's organising it all. I've now got two addresses to add to your list. Only I can't remember his name. So can you please make yourself known to somebody in the front of house and uh, I will then send you the people that want to go on your list because I have forgotten and I can't find the email and I've been through everything a hundred million times and it made me cry with frustration because I know it's there and I just can't find it. So yes, thank you very much. Hang on, hang on. So you've got a list of people wanting to join. Yes. But you can't find the contact details of the admin. Yes, of the person yes. who is organising the group. The admin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is that what you young people call the person that is organising the group? <laughs> the admin. Okay. <laughs> right. Did you if notice, I, by I, the way? If I, if only, can you imagine if someone who's like 30 listen to this they'd just be like oh my god who are these annoying women just so why are hinge and bracket talking about a radio farming suit um terribly, i'm terribly young i call, it, ter- a lam- I call it a lambo <laughs> did talking of being terribly young and with it oh yeah <clears throat> trendy trendy yeah. um oh, yeah Hankies, everyone's doing it. Harriet, why aren't you? Um, do you know what? Have you bought some? I, no, but I nearly bought you one with a tractor on it. Because no. Because it was the nearest thing I could find to Archer's merch that was okay. a hanky. Okay. And then I thought, well, we could do our own hankies. Yep. But I haven't bought one yet because, um, to be honest, I'm still using up my tissue boxes. Okay. And I haven't been to a John Lewis okay. lately. Okay. But I went past a haberdashery, a real one, mm. and I nearly went in and then I just thought, I can't go in and ask for a hanky. Well, not just one, no. No, it's weird. I didn't know what sort of... Do you buy a box or... You buy a box, yeah. And I didn't want an embroidered thing on it or anything. No. I want my own bespoke one. Anyway, so uh, why? <laughs> who's doing it then? The young people are. Uh, yes. Well, all of Twitter, because all, all of Twitter messaged you and said, I use hankies! What's wrong with you? But were they the young people, Lucy? Mm. <laughs> were they just... Young at heart. Young at heart. Yes. Yes. Yes, some people. Some people said they used some. Many. Many, 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 I regret what I said. I reg- because uh, because when I did Google them... Do you Google retract them, it? Do you there were some lovely Liberty ones, mm. actually, that, that caught my eye. Yeah. I just don't really know, like... they. Where do you put them? They in wouldn't fit in my... No, when you store them... When you've washed them and you don't oh, have a cold, so you don't need draw. one. Yeah, but I'm, it's so over, but stuffed full. I can't get a Have single... a clear out. All oh. the ones that go ping, all your period pants, get rid of them. All the ones that go ping, get rid of them as well. I will do it in five years. I will, yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, Julie Bacon, the reverend, Hi, yeah, says... I'm still listening to your podcast faithfully each week and loving it. I particularly love it when you go off on a tangent. 
like about hankies and develop flights of fancy so please don't edit any of them out I thought recently I might have to become your special ecclesiastical affairs correspondent oh, yes, when it looked please. as if Kate was going to complain about Alan resulting in a CDM clergy disciplinary measure uh, but disappointingly that, that all fizzled out too quickly uh, that, that was disappointing I agree mm. I, I would have liked that to have been taken further rather than Kate just going oh yes oh right yeah. then sorry all right yeah. let's be besties yeah. have you got a hanky <laughs> <laughs> it feels risky emailing you midweek when who knows what will have been revealed by the end of it but here goes see this is the problem Naomi had she's just yes. waiting to get all her ducks in a row yeah that's the trouble I yeah. suppose if you if you because actually you can't really do it at 7.15 on a Thursday night because that's often when we're recording mm. so you're always going to miss the last episode yeah yeah just give up on Thursday yeah just pretend that never happened okay Julianne is clearly Rory's pig aka manager of his escort services yes Brilliant. Yeah, but sort she's of. wrong though. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, but close. But I thought that too. But midweek. Until, until midweek. About that was a Wednesday. close guess. Yeah. There's yeah. a dark secret being kept by Ruth and David from their offspring, which is the reason why Josh's scheme for solar panels, which sounds like a no-brainer, can't be pursued. <coughs> Sorry, <Ooh>. Julie. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been good. However, it, uh, it was that's, much uh, more boring. It was than much that. more boring than that. Gay Grables is obviously in the mould of Faulty Towers if it tolerates a kitchen porter regularly hanging round reception. Yes, absolutely. If Ambridge Extra was still a thing, I'd be lobbying for Babrise to be part of it. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and the flipping Easter Bunny is surely Kenton, she says. Uh, yes, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, with you on yeah. that. Yeah. They've hardly been in it, those two, not for months. Yeah, Kenton, have but they? then that's the thing, isn't it? I suppose Kenton and his megaphone, it ties up with the honking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's the sort of thing he'd do. Yeah. Cheeky, mischievous chappy that he is. Yeah. Well, it's the kind of thing that Nigel Pargeter would have done. Yes, oh my God. Can you imagine yeah. nothing more grating mm. than Nigel in a buddy So costume. in the absence of Nigel, nature abhors a vacuum, let's face it, and Nigel was a bit of a vacuum. So now we've got Kenton, who is an even bigger vacuum. When are you coming to Sheffield on your Harlequin tour? It would be great oh, yeah. to say hello, you two or three oh, in person. Let's do it in the summer. Yeah, in the summer. Okay. Yeah. So, now. Um, yeah. Mm. Oh, hang on. So, also, our deal we didn't talk about. Because no. I'm still a bit confused. Because nothing's really, nothing's been said, has it, as to who he is. I, this drove me mad earlier again. Because I was thinking, once again, we have a totally unnecessary secret. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a hotel inspector where he's got to come around and they've all got to pretend that everything is normal and then they he sort of pulls off his mask and goes ha 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 I am a hotel inspector and you've all failed he's you know it would actually be useful for Oliver to say listen this person is thinking of taking over the hotel so let's put on a really good show but then I was thinking this week maybe he's not going to take over the hotel because because maybe that's what we're led to believe and then actually there's going to be a better twist. Could he be Caroline's love child? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about no? I just thought, is there actually going to be a much better twist than he's just he's coming in to buy the hotel? Mm, <laughs> no. no, I think okay. he's just but, coming but in he, to buy but, the hotel. But it's a bit weird, like, what's he actually doing? Because he's just hanging around, it seems, at the moment. You know, like, he's not doing well, anything. Well, he seems to be learning about the area, doesn't he? Because he wanted to yeah. ask about where to yeah. eat and everything. Yeah. But he seems a bit too nice as well, but mm. I don't think it sounds like it's a being put on. It doesn't sound like it's a, uh, a put on nice, an mm. acting nice. No, no, he seems he gen- sounds nice. He seems a bit sort of um, wet, to, yes. to, to to be a hard-bitten yes, yes. hotelier. That was, the, that was the word I was looking for. That's that's what I mean. It Maybe it's... Yeah, it doesn't... He's not quite coming across as a businessman, necessarily. I mean, no. a businessman, but a nice... But, yeah, he seems very nice and... Mm. But not necessarily someone who's about to buy a big hotel. No. Because I don't think he'd be quite so... It, oh, you're the lady that yeah. made me a drink. Yeah. It's all a bit, yeah. I don't know, something not right. Uh, but anyway, we'll yeah. see. Um, Laurie Jones, who is still on his, his or her, actually, uh, time time travelling uh, thing through because it's... Just oh, Laurie, I was, I was trying to get my head around that the other day, mm. actually. Trying to work out 
where you are you she's still you were ill yeah so yeah. Laurie's like three months behind uh Laurie says i listen to two episodes a day and i'm still over a week before valentine's day <laughs> and i swear they have been preparing for this thing at the ball for five months oh that did oh yeah it's going I to be either that. a disaster or a big fat dud but at least it way, will be it... over it's quite nice if Laurie stays behind because then she can be like our time capsule. Yeah. And we can just go to her when we forget or something. Or him, because we don't know if Laurie is a boy or a girl, do we? it's a girl. Oh, I would say Laurie's a girl. No, because she's we've, American. But, but we've got, is she? How do you know? Isn't she? <laughs> I think it's she's just, American and is a lady. Laurie Jones could be anything. Oh, I just anywhere. assumed Laurie was a girl from America. Wow. <laughs> but maybe that's because I've got an American friend called Laurie. Laurie, well, Yes. And the only boy Laurie I know is in um, Little, Little Women. Women. Apart from Laurie who emails us, the other Laurie. Oh, Laurie so who confused. did all the book, and that was a boy, Laurie. Oh, oh. wow. We've Maybe it's an actual Laurie, like a van. Oh, Maybe this is, I'm so sorry, Laurie. Sorry, Laurie. <laughs> Red Laurie, yellow Laurie. Red Laurie. Yeah. Let's just pretend Laurie identifies as um, a Laurie. As Laurie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, and has no, and is just a sort of international person. Yeah. Yeah, okay. International personal mystery. Excellent. Who lives in the past. Yeah. <laughs> like Laurie from Little Women. And us. A historical apparently. character. Okay. Because we're very old and use hankies. <laughs> uh, me, anyway. Speak for yourself. <laughs> so, the revelation about oh, Rory. Yes. Yeah, were you a little bit disappointed? I was a bit. Because I thought it was going to be more... Juicy. I thought... Yeah, because I, I thought think... it, I thought he was going to be a, an escort to Gigolo, and I thought it was going to be loads of people, and he was being hired, and he just has to go out to dinner parties. But then, I mean, he's not spectacularly good looking, is he? But so, well, he sort of is an es- he's a sugar baby, isn't he? Mm. Which sort of is an escort, but for one particular person. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with going out with someone who you can have an eye if, if, if there's benefits for both of you mm. i mean i know it i know it's a tricky situation but i mean i think i'd be more worried if it well it's a tricky situation if one of you is in a vulnerable mm. more vulnerable than the other mm. maybe but i don't see really what the massive problem is with it if Why i was shouldn't... if i was a very busy woman working in finance god you wouldn't want to go out with rory exactly oh, god, I'd, I'd he'd have been sat there for about 10 minutes before i'd have said oh do you know what oh, i don't want god. to hear anything else about you You've go away literally go bored home. me today yeah go away yeah what's rory got to offer if he's not sleeping and why her? would you just not go out with your friends and also why make such a big deal of it you could have said if um uh Ben said, who's this Julianne then? I would have just said, oh, she's a, a woman I'm seeing. Mm. She's a bit older than me, so it's slightly yeah. awkward. But um, we get on well. We're, you know, we're friends. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't, you don't have to make such a big song and dance about it. It's, it's not quite revelation. But I am very, enough. very, very much looking forward to listening to somebody explain to Jennifer Aldridge the concept of the sugar baby. Well, it would be great if Julianne made a visit to Ambridge. Oh, yes. If she rocked up, that yeah. would be quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I think in this day and age, it's not unheard of. I, I know, I know that I know it's sort of problematic, but I mean, a lot of students make a lot of money from that, don't they? Yeah. Which I know it sort of veers into difficult, complicated territory. But I yeah. suppose as long as everybody's safe, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just if you get too tangled up, and then yeah, yeah, there's you know there's a financial sort of aspect which makes things complicated Ooh. but but you know he's not sleeping with her apparently no, so apparently so they're just having nice dinners aren't they mm. but that's what you do with your friends don't you but you could just but it but that, apart from the age thing it doesn't really matter does it because the only the only shocking revelation is is that she's older mm. and so he's only going out with her for but you could be going out with someone your own age and they pay for this and pay for that but if they yeah. were the same age as you you wouldn't see it as a problem would you no. I just yeah it's tricky no. yeah complicated yeah but yeah it wasn't quite I would have liked Julianne to have a bit more um yes uh, uh, a bit something a bit more I was hoping she he was going to be like a a cage dancer in G.A.Y. or you know a drag act or something like that but just yeah, or, oh or, I'm just going yeah. out with a with a well-off 
white yeah. woman. He's basically, he's going out with his mum. Jenny. That's what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny I mean, if, like... not mum. Yeah. Adopted Ju- mum. Sort of Julianne comes over for dinner, like, unexpectedly, sort of like, this is where you live, right? And then it's like, Jennifer, Julianne. And they'd been lovers in the 60s. And... <laughs> Then it much more likely they were at school together. Weird. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be really funny. Yeah, I say, then, do you remember? Lumpy Latimer. Brilliantly <laughs> awkward lunch, wouldn't there? I'd love that. <sighs> but maybe there's going to be more. Well, I thing. hope so. Yeah. Flipping heck. Yeah. If we could, we put up with the racetrack, chaps, okay. we went through 15 flipping minutes at a racetrack. The least you could do is give us something juicy with Julianne. But right? to be fair, they gave us a break. From Alice and Chris. That's true. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. Yep. It meant I could just skip through the episodes. Yeah. And I had to pay too much attention. And and I wondered why I felt a lot less stressed at the end of this week than I did at the end of last week. And that's because I wasn't worried about what was happening. Exactly. And then I was, but you know what though? I have been thinking about Chris this week and feeling more on Chris's side actually this week. Really? Because, um, well, I shouldn't say Casey. But there's a, 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 a in, no, in no extended, one listens. It's all right. <laughs> everyone's in America. I don't know anyone in America. Uh, well, I do, but they're not related to me. But um, no, in my extended family, it turns out there's a quite a similar case to Alice and Chris going on. No, yeah. Although one isn't an alcoholic, but and um, one isn't and an alcoholic. The one of <laughs> one, the part, one simply enjoys there's, a drink. <laughs> there's, new, there's new alcohol involved, but it's the same. Started as an amicable. Oh. and now has got to that because mm. it's really difficult to get because you go yeah we'll be 50 50 yeah. then you go actually no i want more yeah and, and when one of you does that and especially if it's the mother mm. they can do that they can just yep. move away with the kids yeah and also the the mother if the mother's not working and she has she can just go well i'm going to move and i'm going to take my kids with you're me. not allowed though you could you have to stay within oh. a certain um, the court decides how well, far you can, how far away this, you can go. That's interesting because that's what we were talking about mm. last night. We were saying, and I was putting my worth in because I was saying, well, I think I'm finding the archers. What they're doing is, and everyone's like, can you oh, shut God. up? This is real life, not <laughs> fantasy <laughs> podcast storytelling. But um, yes, we actually said that we because that's sort of what's happened mm. is that one of them's moved away, and we were saying. Surely that can't be legal. No, because if, you, if the you breadwinner have to, yeah. is making money, but has so has to can't work anywhere else. Yeah. You, you as the full time carer can't just go. Well, I'm gonna. You yeah. can see them as much as you want, but I'm gonna be. Yeah. You know, a hundred miles away. Yeah. That's not fair, is no. it? No. No. Anyway. Oh dear. Anyway. Mm. I'm sure. Hopefully, it'll all work out for the best. More updates it's, from uh, Harriet's <laughs> personal life. I can't. It's right if you whisper it, though. If, if I whisper, they won't know if I'm talking about them. No. Anyway, I hope it gets resolved and I send everyone my best love. Yes, okay. I don't think that's how <laughs> recording things works, but anyway. No. Okay, anyway. Yeah. No, no one, I'll just, I'll just um, <laughs> tell yeah. anyone in my family not to listen to this. Not that they would. No one, no one I know <laughs> I listens to this, Lucy. <laughs> People are like, you do a podcast. And then they're like... What are they people? People like I. I got you know. Sometimes I say, "Oh, because I'm I can't do tonight because I'm doing a podcast." And they're like, "You do a podcast?" And like, and I'm like, "Yeah." And then then they just imagine we've got like ten people listening. Mm. Little do they know we've got eleven. <laughs> yes, Lucy, we're top of the charts. Are we in the arts? When you go to the top arts, of the charts in we're the top, arts. We're in the top ten sometimes. Wow. Yes. Get and us. If, yeah, we're like one of the top podcasts in the UK. Blimey. Get that. Mm. Yeah. 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 Flipping heck. So uh, where's our revenue, mm. Lucy? Well, yeah. Well, I haven't got it. Don't look at me. <laughs> the money was just resting in my account. <laughs> you could be the... T- no, the only way you get revenue is a sponsor. Mm. We need to be going at the beginning of the show. Hey, Lucy. <laughs> have you heard of uh, Just Eat? <laughs> <laughs> no, we do be HelloFresh, wouldn't we? Yeah. So, Lucy, before uh, we started Hankies. this podcast... Hankies. Hankies are us. <laughs> Hankies pankies. They don't make enough money. Oh. Hankies don't make enough money to sponsor. No, we want one of the big ones, Lucy. Okay. We want like Waitrose. Waitrose okay. will be perfect. Yes. So, Lucy, I've just eaten the most delicious mascarpone Was uh, it from cheesecake. Lidl? <laughs> don't be ridiculous, Lucy. It was from Waitrose. 
<laughs> just said it was the most delicious one I've eaten. As if I go to Little. <laughs> but obviously I couldn't say that. I know. There'd be a conflict of interest. That's what I was thinking. So you get into trouble. I'd have to pretend to be someone else. Mm. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry, Waitrose. Yeah, um, no, your job <laughs> is pretending to be someone else. That's what you do <laughs> as a living. Anyway, never mind. <sighs> anyway, we, we can but dream. Mm. Oh, come on. Somebody important with a big company must listen to us. Boots would be good. Yes, Mrs. Boots. Are you listening, Mrs. Boots? We'd be like, Lucy, you're looking great tonight. I can't see you, but I'll just imagine you're wearing uh, the new number seven Lashtastic mascara. But I am using the new formula, Preparation H, which is making it much more comfortable for me to sit down. (laughs) Is that something for your bottom? It's hemorrhoid cream. I don't think they're going to use that in their ads. No? Even if I put it on with a hanky? No. Maybe if we were being sponsored by Lloyd's Chemist. (laughs) (laughs) Athlete's foot. This week, Verrucas. (laughs) All the glamour. All the glamour. Oh, dear. (sighs) Anyway, maybe in a couple of years. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Great. Okay, and now... Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, I've lost my script, so can you do it? Yeah, let's tune in to BBC. That's the kind of professionalism that's going to get us a big sponsor. Now let's tune in to BBC Radio Borsetshire, where Febreze gives us his travel tips. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, we need to speak about this parking issue now. I am parkingly challenged. I cannot get my Fiat Woohoo in the gap what is left because there are parking bollocks all the way along. I really think Fabrice has earned his own space now. I want the weather lady space. That would be a good one for my Woohoo as it is only small. Yes, Colin, now it is urgent. Oh, oh, oh now. Hello, hello, this is Febreze, looking like I've just stepped out of the salon, because I have. Well, Prime Minister Boris Johnson say that the Covid is over because he is in trouble again, so that is good. We are all healthy and not in hospital anymore, but some of us are, but we are not talk about that. So, the ones of us that are healthy and do not have to take pregnancy stick up our nose and sneeze and say, Oh God, that is horrible. I think that touched some of my brain, are planning holidays. I have been to Birmingham Airport many times, but I have never seen Ambridge people there, so I think they are scared, maybe. So, as I am a cosmopolitan and a Eurovision, I will make suggest to them. For Mrs. Woolley and Auntie Cardboard, I would recommend they go to the Jersey Island. It is not long flight, so they cannot say, Oh, my back, I will get deep vein thermostat. The hotel are nice, there are many flowers, and it is good for old people as there are coaches everywhere, and old people love coaches. They even love coaches that aren't theirs, as they like to see if theirs is better. And the driver make a joke, and they all sing songs about Hitler. Lovely. Kirsty Miller, I think, would like long trip to Ecuador or somewhere dangerous where there are snake and spider and animals that hide in a forest that drips on your head. She will be dirty and sweaty and smelly all of the time, but she like that. Hopefully, she will find a man who like dirty, smelly women, and then that will take her mind off saving everything. Lady Elizabeth Lower Loxley, she would look out in Florence. She would pretend she want to go to all galleries and churches, but really she just want to wear a temporary London brodery anglaise dress and a straw hat and lean on stone walls and pretend she is Eleanor Bottom Carter. But good luck if she is taking Mr. Mincy away with her, as I think he is more Fuerteventura than Florence, and his football shirt that spark when he rub his tummy will not fit in at all. And for Mr. and Mrs. Smells, I think that Berlin is where to go. Mrs. Smells can go to experimental theatre and watch people shouting at each other for hours in a cellar, and Mr. Smells can look at Kunst. Then she can come out and say, oh, I have a very good idea for next Ambridge pantomime. It will be about post-apocalyptic capitalism in a cellar. What did you do, Robert? And he will say, Kunst, let's have a bratwurst. 
Oh, this will make them very happy. You know, I think if Fabrice was not a gifted hairdresser, I think I would make very good psychic travel agent. There are some style rules for airport. Even though it is holiday, it is not style to eat wagamama noodle and drink larger at 9.30 a.m. just because the queue for the wagamama noodle is shorter than all others. Even on holiday, breakfast is breakfast and you drink a black coffee and eat a little pastry and that is that. Also, when you are in the departure lounge, do not panic. It is gauche. You have booked a seat. You do not need to trample on toddlers to get to the front of the queue. And when you are on the plane and it stop and the light go ping, if you jump up quick to get your back and then stand there with your neck all bent forward like a silly giraffe with hand luggage, then you are a bonker. Those are my tips. I hope you book lovely holidays. Holidays are very style. Wear your sunglasses on the plane and smell nice of the old Joe Malone shop all at once. Bon voyage! Radio Borsetshire Thank you, Febreze. If you visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level and we will love you. Love you. You could do the next bit if you found it. Yep, I found it. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Please find us on Facebook because no one else bothers. On Twitter at on Ambridge. And Febreze is at at Fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. Now, this week's theme, I love it. Oh, good. It's from Matt Rodriguez Payne. And I always used to think this was the epitome of cool theme tunes when I was little, because I loved the films and I loved the cartoon. Oh. Are you ready? What's it for it? Yeah. Or shall I play it at the end? Shall I play it now or play it at the end? No, play it now. Okay, ready? Yeah. Oh, I know. has never sounded so cool that was so good that's what they should change the omnibus edition to he said that, that he really picked good. that because there was a lot of subterfuge going on at the minute so oh, he thought yeah, he thought uh, pink panther would be appropriate that's really mm. clever oh that sounded so good yeah what if we could brilliant. do like a top gear because top the top gear theme is ripped off oh no we don't want to encourage them to do more of that okay more of that oh, oh, no, that's big, true. big car stuff. Yes. Oh, that was brilliant, Matt. Well done. Really, yes. really classic Matt. In fact, was. it's made me go and look up the um, do, the actual do, theme do, tune do, on uh, Spotify and then put it in my playlist. Oh, yeah, that's a I good like idea. It. Yeah, that's a great idea. Very much. He's um, improving my, 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 my musical taste no end. I've got the, pink, I've got the Pride and Prejudice theme. I've got Pink Panther. He could definitely release an album. And yeah. guys, you can find him on SoundCloud. Yes. Where you'll find all, all the tracks from yeah. Ambridge on the Couch. Yeah. <laughs> like we're an album. <laughs> it's just Matt Rodriguez's pain. So search Matt Rodriguez pain on SoundCloud and you'll see uh, all those brilliant tracks. We are the source of Matt Rodriguez's pain. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he could do with some of your hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> he could. Apparently. Um, so that is it. Thank you so much for, so listening. Much for listening. And have, have a, a lovely, lovely week. week and a lovely Easter with many chocolates. Even mm. if you do not believe in Easter, <laughs> believe in chocolate. Don't be a pat. No, don't be a pat. Stuff your face. In fact, chocolate before breakfast. Mm.
never tastes as good as before breakfast, no. does it? No, when you have a cup of tea and some mm. chocolate. Yes. Because it's Christmas or Easter or something. Yes. Or your birthday sometimes, if you're yes. very good. Mm. Enjoy your your hunts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you don't get some of Lucy's cream, it does it the world of good. <laughs> Right, on that appalling note, I'm now going to play it again to go out with. All right, bye-bye. You're going to go and put all your hundreds of children to bed? <laughs> Definitely. Okay. It's very late. It is. All right. Okay. Bye, bye. Lucy. Have a happy Easter. And bye. you. Extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.